Light that spark fire nation, JLD here, and welcome to episode 1589 of EO Fire, where I shout out today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. And if you are ready to master productivity, discipline, and focus in just 100 days, visit themasteryjournal.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Carson Tate. Carson, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely. Yes. Carson is a dynamic teacher, coach, and author known for personal transformation and simple, powerful, actionable content. She is a nationally renowned expert on productivity in her first book, Work Simply, Embracing Your Personal Productivity Style, was released in 2015. Carson, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Oh, sure. So I actually live in North Carolina with my fearless office mate, Olivia. She's got four legs. You won't be hearing her today. <laughs> um, and my husband and my daughter, and I love to run and hang out with friends and drink good wine. Well, next time you join us, let's see, uh, your four-legged friend is very welcome, Olivia, uh- <laughs> because we, we love the dogs in the back. It kind of breaks things up a little bit, you know? It does, um, but she's got a bone, and she's mad that she's not in the <laughs> office, but she's got a bone outside the office, so she'll be just fine today. Okay, good stuff, good stuff. Well, Carson, what I'm kind of fired up about today is hearing about your area of expertise, because this is something that I'm really excited about as well. So what would you expound upon with your area of expertise? What is your specialty? My specialty is helping individuals, teams, and organizations simplify and streamline their workflow, ultimately so that they can drive revenue, improve profitability, and make a significant impact in and for the world. And we do this in a unique way. We help individuals really identify and leverage their unique productivity style. And the productivity style is nothing more than how you structure and execute on your work. Structure and execute on your work, Fire Nation. That focus has to be there. Now, Carson, tell me something. Tell Fire Nation something that we don't know about that area of expertise you just broke down that we should know. Well, I think what has happened is that we believe that any productivity tool or app or strategy is going to work for us. Well, that is absolutely fundamentally wrong and flawed. One size does not fit all when it comes to your productivity and the impact that you can make in this world. And so as entrepreneurs, I think one of the most important things that you can do is personalize your productivity because that latest, greatest app, that time management strategy or your best friend told you on your morning run or that tool that your friend down the street's using is not going to work if it's not aligned with how you think and process information. It's only going to waste your time and make you really, really frustrated. See, I love that because Fire Nation, so often when we buy things, we assimilate that with actually accomplishing things. And and I see this all the time. I mean, I have this thing Carson calls the Freedom Journal, which is accomplishing yes. number one goal in 100 days. I get people all the time emailing me being like, John, I got I bought the Freedom Journal. And I haven't accomplished my number one goal yet. I'm like, well, like, how long ago did you buy it? They're like, oh, a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, well, it's a 100-day process. How far <laughs> in the process are you? They're like, oh, well, I'm like on day five right now because I'm not doing every day. And I'm like, why do you think that you're going to accomplish your number one goal in 100 days 
in five days. And, and it's just, it's one of these things and it happens over and over again, Fire Nation. So you have to execute. You actually have to do the thing. Just buying that thing, that's step number one of sometimes 100 steps. So great takeaway, Carson. What do you want to add to that? I would just say that if you are feeling frustrated and overwhelmed, most often it is the tool. It's not you because there's a mismatch between the way that you think. I call it your cognitive style. The way you think and process information, it must be aligned to that tool. So let me give you an example. So let's say, for example, you're a big picture, intuitive, highly visual thinker. Well, for you, your productivity tools need to be visual. So like mind mapping tools. I love colored post-it notes, um, pads with no lines and colored pens so that you can see and really connect ideas. So if I gave you an Excel spreadsheet and said, let's build out a linear to-do list, it would fundamentally not work for you. So it's really important to align the tools with the way that you think and process information. And I would also say, and entrepreneurs, we're great at this, be okay not using the cool gadget if it doesn't work for you. If it doesn't work for you, it's not helping you. You don't have to be cool using that app if everybody (laughs) else is, if it doesn't work for you. Fire Nation, truer words have never been spoken. Now, Carson, let's kind of shift a little bit now into your journey as an entrepreneur because you've had the ups, you've had the downs. Take us to your worst entrepreneurial moments. Tell us that story. Oh, Yes. And this is the first time I've vocalized the story out loud. So there's still pain in this. So my worst entrepreneurial moment was when I hired my first controller and bookkeeper. We'll call her Sue. Um, And I did not do a thorough background check. My interview process was sloppy at best. She was referred to me by a colleague of a colleague. And Sue didn't have the skills, the knowledge, the expertise, and she kept making excuses. I mean, our taxes weren't paid on time. Our receivables were sitting out between 45 and 60 days. And cash flow, which is the lifeblood of our businesses, as you know, it was just a complete and total mess. And so what I did is I kept trying to overcompensate. I'm like, okay, maybe you aren't being clear, Carson. Maybe, you know, you don't have the right systems in place. Maybe there's something that you need to do. Well, that wasn't it. She just fundamentally didn't have the skills, nor did she really have the drive and the motivation to do the work. And so ultimately, I did have to let her go, which was very painful because she was so surprised. She was completely shocked uh, that I was letting her go. Now, one thing that I'm kind of listening to this story and thinking about is I think one area that it sounds to me, Carson, like you might have failed in is sitting down with her on a consistent basis and saying, hey, this is where you're coming up short. This is why. This is what we expect of you. And if things don't change in this area, then we are going to have to let you go. Because like when you ended by saying, you know, she was surprised that she was let go, to me that says there probably wasn't enough sit downs and like 30 day quarterly reviews that just need to be happening as you know, the founder and the actual CEO of every single business. So Fire Nation, you're going to hire people that are just not going to be the right fit. So I, I totally agree with your first point, Carson, that you know the background check that you had was lacking. And that is so critical. Like You have to put people through a test phase. Like Everybody that joins Fire Nation, we put them through a 90-day test phase where they're just going to be part of the, of the business. For those 90 days, we're evaluating them every 30 days, knowing that if they don't live up to it on day 91, they're not going to be part of the team. Now, this is still not a flawless system, but at least it helps. So Carson, that's kind of some of my takeaways from areas that you are struggling with. What do you have Mm -hmm. to say on those points? 
I think you are absolutely spot on around the feedback. The feedback loop was not open and wasn't consistent enough with her um, that I wasn't sitting down regularly. We did meet once a month, but it became much more tactical than really performance-based. And so absolutely own that. And the other piece too that I now hindsight is always 2020, the interview process. Um, I didn't do a really good job in understanding her skill set and where the gaps are. And now I am, as my uh, staffing agency always tells me, you're one of our most thorough people. Well, that's because I've been burned. But I use <laughs> this process by GH Smart. These guys are brilliant. Um, and their book called Who. And what it forces me to do as an entrepreneur is get really clear. You build out a scorecard and the scorecard has both quantitative and qualitative metrics that this person must possess. And so it takes some of the emotion out of it in the interview process because you're really clear on the skills that you're looking for, but also those values because you're looking for that values alignment as well. Oh, love that summation. Now, Carson, let's kind of shift to another story that you've experienced. This one being one of your greatest ideas that you've had today, one of your aha moments. Tell us that story. Yeah. So I was on a flight. I'm based in North Carolina. I was on a cross-country flight to California to go work with a financial services firm. And had been in, owning my, had been in my business. I'd owned it for like two years at this point, working with individuals and teams. And we were having some success, but we weren't hitting it out of the park. And I couldn't figure out what was missing. We were using proven you know, productivity, time management processes, but they just weren't connecting with everyone. So I was flipping through a magazine on the flight and there was something in there around uh, personalizing, I don't know, your makeup or something. Mm. And I had this insight. I'm like, wait a minute. We need to help individuals personalize their productivity. That's the disconnect. These tools aren't connecting with the way that they think and process information. So I was also in grad school at the time. I was in my first semester. And so I, when I came back from the trip, I was in grad school, went to my professor. and was like, you know, and I think I'm onto something. Do you have any thoughts on how I can build out an assessment? And I really want this to be my thesis to graduate. And it was exactly what I needed. Started looking at cognitive thinking styles. There's a body of research out there, why time management doesn't work, and was able then to develop my own productivity style assessment. And then what happened, as soon as we helped folks figure out their style, we were able to align specific tools and strategies. We were infinitely more successful because our clients were more successful. One size does not fit all when it comes to productivity, Fire Nation. This is something that I've learned by studying how to accomplish goals with the Freedom Journal, with how to master productivity, discipline, and focus while creating the Mastery Journal. I mean, doing the research, you realize people succeed in different ways, in different shapes, and in different forms. So you can't just sit there and say, okay, this worked for Albert Einstein. It's definitely going to work for me because it's not. So you do have to really make sure that you are doing the right things when it comes to being productive that work for you. So Carson, that's my big takeaway from what you were just sharing. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets? That it's okay to do things differently when it comes to productivity. That um, it's okay to use a paper to-do list if that fundamentally works for you. It's okay not to use every app that's out there. Ultimately, it's about your success and the impact that you're having in this world. And the tools are there to support you, not the other way around. You don't work for your tools. 
So Carson, throughout all of these years, you've had, again, the ups, you've had the downs, you've learned a lot about yourself, and you've gotten to a point now where you're really rocking and rolling. So specifically today, what are you most fired up about? I am most fired up today about millennials, actually. Millennials entering the workplace. I'm not a millennial myself, but I am so excited because they are challenging us to really rethink why we work and how we work. For them, it's not just about a job. They don't want to just job. They want to feel like they're making a difference. So what I see them doing is shifting us from this place of success to significance. We're removing from just this output-centric mentality to a place of impact and meaning. And there's pretty, they're pretty powerful. 25% of the workforce in the U.S. Wow. is millennials. And according to a PwC survey, by 2020, 50% of the global workforce will be millennials. And I saw in an Inc. article this morning, the buying power in the U.S. of this demographic, $500 billion. I think they're so positive and disruptive, and I can't wait to see what they do. Yeah, that's some cheddar for sure. Now, how would you specifically define millennials? Like, what's the age range? Like, what's the makeup? Like, how do you, Carson Tate, define millennials? Yeah, so um, 25 to 32 years old, um, they are constantly seeking feedback. So if you have one, you know they are always asking you what can they do better. They grew up um, always receiving performance feedback. Um, they are very mission-focused about purpose. Um, they choose organizations not just for the job again, but for the, what the values of the organization and what the organization is doing in the world. There's a deep social consciousness, um, more egalitarian. You see a shift in male and female traditional roles um, with the millennial set and very focused on community. They're interested in serving the community and having a holistic, integrated life. Wow. Love that. And I'm not quite a millennial, I will say, being 36, <laughs> almost 37. <laughs> <laughs> no, so and maybe I have a little millennial envy because I just think they're dynamic. Yeah, yeah, I can say that as well. Now, Fire Nation, I'm going to have a little bit of envy if you leave us before the lightning round because Carson's going to be dropping value bombs. So we're first going to thank our sponsors. Don't go anywhere. Quick question for all the marketers listening. What's your address? My friend Billy Jean wants to send you something in the mail. It's small, black, and if used properly, it might deliver some serious ROI, return on investment. For the next 100 listeners who go to copyourads.com, Billy Jean is going to mail you his best performing Facebook ad campaigns for free. You just cover the shipping. Once you get this flash drive into your computer, you'll have instant access to the ad he used to generate 290 appointment requests for local businesses in 24 hours, the exact ad he used to jumpstart his agency and close close to $10,000 in one day, and dozens of other proven campaigns that he and his clients spent millions of dollars in testing. Visit copyourads.com to take Billie Jean up on this generous offer today. 
Fire Nation, I talk to entrepreneurs every single day, and regardless of their industry, they're all looking for financial resources to help them get to that next level. City National Bank's been supporting small businesses since 1954, but they're not like other big banks. They deliver the same personal service to small businesses that most banks only reserve for the big fish. Why is that? City National was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. They know firsthand that small businesses need financial support to succeed. So if you need to borrow money to expand or you want more control over your money, check them out. Visit cnb.com slash fire. Once you experience the city national difference, you'll see why they're the bank that's built on client referrals. Again, visit cnb.com slash fire. City National Bank, member FDIC. Carson, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I am prepared. I've got it. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Fear. Did I have the skills? Could I penetrate an existing market? Was there a need for another productivity effectiveness business? Can I penetrate an existing market? Fire Nation, that's a question that has to be asked. Because if the answer is no, find a different market. That's okay. Now, what's the best advice you've ever received? Well, this relates to my worst experience. Hire people who are smarter, faster, and better than you are. (laughs) (laughs) And I now do that religiously. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Meditation and running. Can you share one internet resource with Fire Nation? Red Booth. It is a communications and productivity project management platform that our entire team uses. It's just changed the way that we work. What exactly does it do? We track all of our projects. We're able, it also has an instant messaging feature. We're also able to do high video conferencing so we can see each other for our meetings. Um, it stores all of our documents. We can share workspaces with our clients. It's pretty robust. It interfaces with anything Evernote, Outlook, Box, you name an app, it probably integrates pretty well with it. If you could recommend one book to join your book, Work Simply, on our bookshelves, what would it be and why? Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Um, I think that now is the time for us to be thinking more deeply about why we're here, purpose, and significance, and the impact we want to make in and for the world. Well, Carson, I want to end today on fire, so share with us a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. One size does not fit all. So the latest app, tool, strategy is not going to work if it's not aligned for the, with the way that you think and process information. Be a rogue, be a rebel, choose tools that fundamentally support who you are. And I'd love to connect with you on Twitter at the Carson Tate or LinkedIn or Facebook, all the same. Love it. And Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with CT and JLD today. So keep up the heat. And of course, head over to eofire.com and just type Carson in the search bar and her show notes page is going to pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore. And of course, check her out on the social webs, the Carson Tate. Carson, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so much. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Carson today. And we have a free eight-day goals course for you over at freegoalscourse.co. Get goal-focused, Fire Nation, and I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, 
What's your address? My friend Billy G wants to send you something in the mail. It is small, black, and if used properly, it might deliver some serious ROI for the next 100 listeners who go to copyourads.com. Billy Jean is going to mail you his best performing Facebook ads campaign for free. That's copyourads.com.